Street Fighters, welcome to the show. Guys, gals, and non-binary pals, it's the place to be. It's Wednesday night, time for a street fight. We're doing it here in the basement. All the vibes are turned up to 11. We're kicking back, relaxing like we normally do. Enjoying the holiday season, staying holidayed as fuck, and uh, keeping things rolling. Uh, Thank you for tuning into the show. Thank you for watching. If you're on live stream, we're doing this on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. You can find us by looking for Street Fight Radio, Street Fight WCRS, and every single channel except for Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash Street Fight Radio for Twitch, but it's Street Fight WCRS for everything else because we started on community radio here out of Columbus, Ohio, WCRS, where you can still hear our show by tuning in to the station. Uh... We just did some Shark Tanks material for the Patreon, so if you're listening to the show two times a week and you really want more of what we do, or then uh, Patreon.com is the place to support the show and keep this thing going. I've been filling out uh, holiday cards all goddamn day for four hours now, combined last night and tonight, today, uh, but you know... Uh, it's a good problem to have. We have a, a huge community of people that's getting bigger and better than ever. And uh, we're going to get through this thing together. All of us uh, street fighting till the very end, because that's all you can do, is be a spiteful bastard in the face of capitalism and the American government. How you doing, Brian? Bah. Yeah. Bah? Bah. Like a sheep? Not great. Uh, uh, but... You know, well enough while I'm doing the show. You know, we've bent the world m- many times with this podcast. Sure. Right? I mean, you know, there was a local newspaper in town when we started. They never wrote about us. They went out of business. Right. Because we, we warned them that they would if they didn't report on us. And, and they didn't. And then guess what happened? Yeah. And uh, two weeks ago, I launched a series called Butt Fest 2000 about butt rock music we're trying to learn what it is i don't i think the name's a bit reductive to tell you the truth of butt rock that that but uh, i don't like the name either yeah i know but it, the the concept of the show is trying to figure out what that is you know like i've been seeing that word in print since the 90s right like in spin magazine the hit magazine yes as i mentioned if you listen to the show you'll hear it like in in the hit magazines they would say this is a butt rock band and it was one of those things where when i was young uh i read music magazines all of them yeah rolling stone spin alternative press circus whatever i could get my hands on right and the word genre it was in there and i thought it was genier Mm. Until I was oh. in my 20s, you know? Yeah. And butt rock. And, and I never even thought about checking to see what Jinnier was. You know what I mean? Like, it was just I kind of figured it out through context clues. Sure. And butt rock's the same thing. I seen a word butt rock. It never f- fucking resonated with me because it's not something I would say. You know what I mean? It's right. not It's not like a, a, a good name or anything. No. It's kind of well, something like, it sounds like something a dork would say. 
to it, me. It's a dorky thing. You, you, do you know the genesis from what from what I know is that the radio stations would say nothing but rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's but rock because yeah. the filler. There are some good rock bands on there, but the filler is all but, and it stinks. I think that's what the name is. Is that it has to stink. Yeah, it's not good. It's it's not it's it's generic. But the reason I bring this up is because today. Four hours ago, Spin reported this. Creed Scott Stapp to portray Frank Sinatra in new movie about Ronald Reagan. <laughs> wow, cool. <laughs> so, uh, uh, awesome. I bent the world toward getting Creed Scott Stapp a new job. <laughs> well, he, he owes you one. Yeah. And now he's playing Frank Sinatra, which this is inspired to me. Inspired joy. Yeah. You, I'm trying you to be friends with somebody making that movie. I've been trying to hear it in my mind all day. Like I've been doing like, I did it my way. Because he, he's going to do the Scott Stapp voice. I assume that's the only voice he knows. You know? Right. So, interesting, though, that it happened. It, that, that, that all of a sudden Scott Stapp's in the news out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, a bunch of people were like, I thought Scott Stapp was dead. He's not. He's playing Frank Sinatra in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I think he's, he's calmed down a little bit. Red arms wide open. So, yeah, I bent the world again. It's wonderful. Also, another big story that came out during our little break there, because we had a break. You guys had a show. The listeners uh, had a show to listen to, but me yeah. and Brett had eight days off. And well, eight day, what, several days of birthdays. Two days of birthdays. Well, yeah. I only did two. But I, yeah, there was extra days. I did overtime on I birthdays. Overtime extra birthday birthdays. days. I'm against it. There was a lot of catching up. Yeah. Uh, but while we were gone, uh, people were looking into who funds the Federalists. I mean, people have been looking into who funds the Federalists for a number of years that I've seen. You know, the Federalist is a newspaper that I would have never heard of had I not known Will Miniker, Felix Biederman, and Matt Christman when they first started doing their podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like they, that they were the ones they really zeroed in yeah, on the, the Federalists for those first They're very expective COINTELPRO that they get uh, right wing media to people like us. Yeah, that's what they're that's what that's what they're good for. Yeah, they know. <laughs> no, the Federalists. Uh, I also did not know uh, until online battling. Uh, it's a conservative, very weirdly conservative outfit. Uncomfortably uh, weird, like. But also, I mean, well, we do too. Yeah, Catholics, trad. Like, very much. Like, they, uh, you know, I was reading up on them and stuff. And up until recently, they had a tag on their site for black crime. Like, they are just as vile as it gets. But also very much, like, anti-pornography. Yeah. And stuff, too. Like, just. And it, it is, I mean, I think also what happened is once we got into podcasting and, and, and made it, like, our goal and our career. Um, you do notice that there are lots of right-wing media companies that have endless budgets. Like this is like we're we're stitching together, a, 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 you know, our Patreon to turn it into a business and employ like you know five or six people, and they have just like million-dollar checks coming yeah, in. They have regularly. all the money in the world. They, they, they can they have people to sit around all day 
and just write the worst kind of opinion pieces and tweet stuff to piss off liberals and and to be just the worst kind of libertarian that you can be. Right. And and somebody asks, so what happens is on Twitter, if you ask somebody that works for the Federalists who funds the Federalists, they block you. Okay. They don't want to fucking talk about it. They don't want to talk about it. But guess who we found out from, I'm giving him credit, Alex Koch uh, uh, found out who funds the Federalists, and it's none other than the U-Lines. The U-Lines. The U-Line family is funding the Federalists. The, so, worst, the worst shipping supply manufacturers, office supplies, the worst people in the world, uh, once again, pushing the worst ideas. Spending their money just to, to really hypnotize people, to lie to them, right? Yeah. There's there's no there's no passion there's no energy behind this it's all just propped up by billionaires that want to keep us poor yeah the U lines and the Koch brothers right they they are in charge of of these outlets yeah these are not like the the natural the natural populist right wing thing is, is racist it's white supremacy the, this Republican high minded shit most of it is just funded by billionaires as lies yeah. and they give money the U lines give money to a bunch of. Uh, Right-wing media outlets. The Daily Caller gets uh, uh, Uline money. Only twenty-five grand, though. I don't know. <laughs> That's not enough <laughs> yeah. to do much. Yeah. Well, I mean, twenty-five grand, and then whatever other money they got coming in. I mean, if somebody if they wants a, to throw us twenty-five grand, I'll take it. That's a big no, difference maker right. in the street fight world. But I'm just thinking, the Daily Caller has a building, and like that, will that pay the rent? <laughs> <laughs> and all the bills? I don't think anything has a building anymore. <laughs> true, true, true. Everybody's at home now. Which so that was a, interesting. That's another one of our enemies surfacing in the news. Yeah, it turns out the awful, horrible U line people that are trying to talk, to start a Galt's Galt's Gulch. Uh, they have that private island. They have all of the propaganda pages that they want inside of their catalog and then they also in their spare time you know fund a uh this this propaganda outfit right yeah so you know again we've always said this you know if you get the uline catalog we like to read liz uline's letters yes we haven't gotten one in a while people haven't sent us one now the p.o box is gonna be full yeah of them. say we get them a lot oh do we get them yeah i get them yeah probably once a month I, I i think we have them all i need to start pulling them so we can can re we need to, to regularly read the update yeah yeah i don't really get to ever read those anymore uh, uh i i get them sent to, like every now and then somebody will take a picture and send it to me it's very hard to read right right on my telephone they're tiny i was gonna read part of the article about the u-line but i just want to congratulate the the person who who figured out the news because that is quite a coup and it is good to see you know obviously more people get turned on to how bad the U lines are, which we, yeah. in truth, luckily, it, we got lucky. Somebody sent me one of the particularly unhinged uh, uh, Liz U line pieces in the catalog, and that's just where we found it. And then people started sending us information. We well, yeah, started I, getting calls about the U line. <laughs> I knew what it was immediately. I mean, I we when I worked. Uh, I saw that goddamn catalog when I worked at that magnet store in Dallas. We used all Uline stuff. I oh, recognize yeah. the name. Everybody uses Uline. Yeah, you know it. That's like it's like when people start talking about the Bob Barker stuff in private prisons. Like you, you just want to hear more. 
you're like, okay, what, what's going on there? So much stuff comes like uh, 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 to my house with you lying. Like package, yep, and yeah, stuff the box like corrugated cardboard. Yeah, they got very nice. I Packing guess Eli tape. has very nice corrugated cardboard. Corrugated cardboard. I mean, since we've been here, the vaccine started rolling out, and people started checking out that vaccine. There's right? pictures of people getting shots all over the social media. Obama's got to do his TV special. He's talking about. He's doing it like a beer. He summit. said he would do it on TV. He's like, I'll get the vaccine on TV. I don't give a fuck. Wow. You know, I'll do that too. I am like, I am watching Twitter and people are flipped out. I don't know, man. I don't want to fuck with that vaccine. You know, I'm seeing a lot of people on our side that are like, I'm a little freaked out about the vaccine, you know? And I just want to say, I sometimes will walk off stage and have somebody hand me pills and I'll throw them directly into my mouth. I don't know what's in. You got paid. <laughs> you got paid? Did you get paid off to take pills? Oh, no, this is some vaccine. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying I don't know what's in anything that I take. I take pills every day. I don't fucking know shit about what's in them. I don't know. I just fucking pop them in my mouth and take them. I don't. I assume that if they tell me, and this is where I'm a sheeple, if they tell me that the vaccine's fine and might paralyze my face for an hour, a day or two or whatever, okay, I'll take it. Fucking give it to me. I gotta get on an airplane. Let me push back against every single meme that says if you eat a pill off the floor, you can you'll be fine with the vaccine, and say that these pills have been in our community for decades. <laughs> co- co- cocaine has been in our communities for decades. Uh, we know what happens with that stuff. This, this this is this is brand new. This is like, would you be the first one to try? The, yeah. This is are you going to be the first one to try a drug? Um, but the tried and true ones, yeah, I, I think it's fine to take Molly at a rave uh, that you don't from someone you don't know. Um, doesn't mean I'm anti-vaccine, but I don't think that uh, I, I don't I don't think it's a fair comparison. I want to stand up for the for drugs that have gotten us through this, you know, that existed before COVID did. You know, and saved our lives. That this vaccine isn't like the best drug that's ever happened. It's been around since January. They've been working with it. They've had that motherfucker since January. Uh huh. So, you know, I, I figure they did all the testing needs to be done. I um, shit, not, I would have taken I, it in January. I'm not worrying my mind with it at all because no one has told me I can get it. Right. So I'm not concerned. I'm just continuing to enjoy my life and do things because no one has suggested that I would ever going to get that. I honestly have never, I've not gotten within a stone's throw of a COVID test yet. I've been trying to get one of those. And oh, you can uh, get th- one of those. For how much? Uh, $24 is what the bill is that I got. I have to go in and do a song and dance and pretend like I'm freaked out to get one? Well, I wasn't pretending. I was actually. Well, I would be pretending, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you gotta go go in there and say, like, I I think I got COVID. Yeah, I don't wanna do that. Why? Because I. You wanna test, you gotta do the fucking thing. That's how the medical system in America works. (laughs) I don't wanna do that. If you want something, you gotta do a dance. That's the way it works. That's I haven't figured out the dance to unlock benzos. Like, that's just me. Yeah. You know, I don't know the dance. I'm trying to figure it out. Like that, maybe that dance next time. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm going to wait for the first wave of right wing memes. I saw the Bell's palsy meme is hitting hardcore. That's one or I two days. I saw the rotted ankle. Do you see the rotted, rotted ankle lady? 
No. A woman got was a placebo. A woman was in a coronavirus tri- coronavirus trials, and she got some weird ass infection on her heel. Her whole heel turned into like a toenail, and there was like a, a fucking cuticle around it, and it looked like so bizarre. But it was totally unrelated to that. She had a placebo. She got like sugar water. She didn't even get the coronavirus. She's but all these a toenail on her heel out of nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, just happened to get a, a toenail on her heel. And she turned into this right... They were they were spreading like wildfire pictures of her toenail-ass heel. I've been saying to you... I've been saying from the beginning, like, I would have liked to have got in on the testing. They, I, had a, I had the paperwork right here. They would have paid you $600 to go over there to OSU and do it. They were saying you have to not be careful, though. They don't want motherfuckers that the are... song and dance. And it's true. I should have just gone in there. I'm like, I'm eating at restaurants every day. <laughs> I fucking love them. Well, yeah, no, I'm, you know, I, I'm pretty careful. Although I went to Panera today and ate, I forgot my damn mask, of course. <laughs> I went to the mall and ate at the food court yesterday for breakfast. I hold my breath. <laughs> yeah, I, hold my I breath just hold my I breath. By someone, <laughs> I just go, I'm real good too. Put your finger under my nose. Put, you put it under. <laughs> well, goddamn, I'm being careful. I just needed an Auntie Anne's pretzel. Yeah. So I went to the mall. I, you know, I'm missing things. No, I had, my, I had my hoodie. Self-care. I had my hoodie pulled up. Yeah. I had my hoodie pulled up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. I, I heard that, like, the candidates for the COVID vaccine were like, they were like, they want you to go out and fucking try to get it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. They want people to... Scare that, up some COVID, round up some COVID. Yeah, they want motherfuckers that were just going to be like, mm, okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> right. You know? People that were just looking for money, they're like, if we're going to do whatever they did, but found out how to make a couple hundred dollars getting the vaccine. I would have done it. I would have done it. I'm fucking, I'm willing to let them test shit on me. I don't give a fuck. There's good money in that. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? I'm going to fucking get a toenail on my heel? (laughs) You might get a toenail on your heel. Okay. Well, that sounds like it'll help my heel. Yeah, yeah, firm it up. Protect it. Just get one of those Dr. Scholl's, you'll be good to go. Yeah, get a Dr. Scholl's. You you know what? I actually, um, this is so weird, and I don't know why it's happening. It might be a Christmas thing. But I had uh, COVID nightmares like two times this week. I've had them too. You described this. Describe this to us because you described this to me the other day. And I will explain to you what happens with me. And and this isn't, this is not something I normally have. Like I'm a constant weed user. So I don't normally have dreams. Like in the last five years, I've probably had four dreams. I remember like moving to Dallas and, and getting nightmares and shit. I do not normally dream but earlier this week i was i i was all of a sudden at the mall and i was walking around and the songs were playing and everybody was smiling and i was going to the stores and this i tell you what the stores had everything i wanted like i was just walking around like fuck this is perfect yes crossed off my list crossed off my list and then there was this moment i found something for myself it was something i've been looking for for a long time these jeans and i pull them up and i'm like yes they have my jeans and i look around and everybody's wearing masks and I don't have my mask on. And I'm just like start gasping for air. And I'm like super embarrassed. And I drop the thing and I like walk out. And I I put my my uh like uh, zip up over my over my face. I can feel the zipper bouncing on my nose. And I'm just people with masks are staring at me, and I feel like the stupidest person in the world. And I, that's the only time I've had it happen this whole year. 
I had one uh, where I was at the movies. I just went to the movies and and fucking uh, sold out packed movie theater. And then I'm in there and fucking I look around and nobody's wearing a mask. But then one person comes by wearing a mask and I'm like, we're supposed to be wearing masks. And I'm not wearing a mask. Fuck. And then I had one where me and you were at the airport. We're getting ready to fucking take off and go do our thing and fucking neither one of us are wearing a mask, but other people are. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on, man? And, you know, it freaked me out. It's really weird to wake up from a COVID dream. It's it's really just dreaming of going and doing something. Yeah, it, it is now. It is. It's like uh, it's a it's a it really stifles your dreams. <laughs> like even in your dreams, you just want to go like shop. <laughs> And have an open mouth where people can see your teeth when you smile at them. And then all of a sudden you get super self-conscious like, oh no, I fucked up. I couldn't make it to vaccine day. I had to go to Target and fucking talk to the cashier. No. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's definitely a weird thing. Yeah. Because like going to the mall isn't something you dream about. Going to the movies isn't something you dream about. I hate, I have to say, I hate Christmas. I hate, I hate FedEx Christmas. I hate UPS Christmas. I hate motherfucking back the blue USPS Christmas. I hate sneaking. But number one, I, I hiding it, trying to figure out the boxes. Yep. Cause your wife, I assume. Erica's having things ordered for you and you're having things ordered for her. She's doing and you're trying to intercept yes. your stuff and not catch theirs. Because I don't want to see my gift. No, I don't either. I have no idea. I got gifts under the tree. I walk by it every day and I look and I'm like, boy, that could be anything. You know, that's exciting. You know? It doesn't matter. I, I mean I just you know, I know there's something to open. That's enough for me to be happy. Uh, but you're right, like my wife is just she's like but wait we have all this like stuff that's linked up and i'm like right well this is the time of the year you have to do like give the money to your mom give the money to your friend you this is, is that what you're doing that i no i i she, she, i have a i have a i have a card that i can put it on Katie she has one too account. yeah erica doesn't erica is not involved with the account too so much. She shouldn't be looking. But I have. She does have. She can do it. She shouldn't though. If she's looking now, but she doesn't look through the rest of the. No, year, no, she's not looking. No, she's no, no. Peaky peak. She's not peaking. Okay, okay. No, she has. But no you're peaking. She no. I'm on accident. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm peaking not on accident. I'm trying to do the money. I, yes. I, I have to make sure Same every here. single day our life doesn't fall apart. Same here. We, I, I, I hit. I actually got a fucking overdraft fee in november so i'm very much following the money she is hard for her because i know everything that comes through and i also am in charge of all of the rewards programs i'm in on the emails for everything so if she goes and gets something i'm going to be notified right but also in the same way she opened all the mail that comes here like she opens because it's usually for both of us like so i have to get stuff behind her back yeah i think katie now what what happened is we have a, a credit card for the first time ever. And I think I don't have access to look at the balance of that credit card. I say, pay this much and she right. pays. And uh, I think that is how she's been able to get around me That's good. this year. Because every other year it's like, hey, what did you spend $300? <laughs> or not $300. What did you spend $100 at this place for? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's like, uh, something? <laughs> But uh, uh, she, I don't think, I did get one thing for her 
that I had to be concerned with. And yeah. uh, I handled it and it's fine. But like, I have something coming in the me- The USPS, I love you so much. Don't get me wrong. But things are pretty dire with the tracking these days. And uh, um, I had this thing coming in the mail. It was supposed to be here yesterday. And I was going to intercept it. I know what it's going to look like. Uh-huh. And it might have identifying logos yep. on the box that it comes in. It's very possible. And if it has that, that happened with her birthday present. I got her some shit from Sephora, and it comes in a box that says Sephora. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why would you do that? <laughs> and but like, uh, uh, so like you order, you you order these things, and then it was supposed to be there. So I was like watching like a hawk. I was like, you know, paying attention to what came to the door, and it didn't come. And I was like, okay. Uh, I'll check the tracking again. And now the tracking just says, it's late, but it'll get there. That's like all it says. Really? It doesn't have a date on it. Yeah. <laughs> but we know where it's at. We shouldn't expect. I guess like, I don't know. I guess I'm trying to be as diplomatic. I am saying I'm frustrated. But well, it's yeah. like, it's also kind of a miracle that the mail gets out. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I mean, this is these are unprecedented times for sure. It's certainly like, um, you know, I I like doing the I've been doing the curbside pickup stuff. Yeah, I should have picked stuff up, but I just some of this stuff is stuff that like some of this stuff now that the Internet exists, there is just stuff that you can only get on the Internet. You know, we've you know, Glenn's been shopping on Etsy a lot this year okay it's like you can't get that stuff anywhere else yeah so you know you just get it Gwen caught me buying one of her gifts but uh i was i gotta say i was uh unbelievably reckless when i purchased it (laughs) i purchased it with our shared amazon account yeah um also uh uh had it up on the computer And left the computer open in my office with the door open. <laughs> so yeah, you, you can just walk by through. and see a Smith shirt. Yeah, you gotta think that through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she knows she. Yes, I know all about Morrissey, but you can't stop a teen from liking the Smiths. That's just the way the world works. Yeah, you know? it's entry level. Yeah, you know, she's dipping her toes in. Yeah, she's trying there's, to be hip, man. There's sadder people. Hip. She'll find her own her own yeah. special sad person. Weezer too. Big into Weezer. What one though? Pinkerton. Good. Okay, she's out. good then. She's yeah. So who? There's nothing to be ashamed about liking Pinkerton ever yeah. at all. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the, I, lyrics, I actually, the lyrics suck, and the band, you know, betrayed us because we thought they would never come back, and when they did, they ruined their whole legacy. I actually told her like, I was like, you know, some of those lyrics on Pinkerton a little creepy, and she's right. like, Dad. Like rock and roll music is creepy, and I was like, "You got a good point there. That's like you're actually right about that. Like most songs are about creepy shit." Yeah, I mean that was the tradition for a long time. Yeah, yeah, and it is kind of that dangerous attitude of like, who the fuck knows what could happen if you hang around here? It is really fucking wild. Yeah, for sure. Let's put our but, headphones in. Let's play some audio. Rivers had that dorky type of creep going on. Though. Oh, bad though, the worst kind. Because it's like a guy you. But if you're a teen, though, but that's the thing is that like when you're a kid, though, they're talking about people your age. Yeah, you know, like it's kind of like, 
how Othello reads differently to different people. Like when you're a teen, it's like a teenage love story. But when you're an adult, you're like, this guy's too old to be singing this. True. You know? True. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's uh let's do this first. tonight we were just talking about COVID a few minutes ago and uh there's been a pretty sticky situation for street fight on here because uh not just for street fight but uh have you heard this tom cruise audio have you seen it have you heard it i've only heard tale of it um, i heard it and i'm gonna play it tonight i haven't heard it he's a boss on this i haven't heard it a boss in what way like the boss of all bosses. I mean, with dollar signs, or here's the thing, or like the Tom like Cruise. the beat 'em up type boss. Here's the thing about Tom Cruise. I know that he has the Scientology thing, and that is bad. Whatever's going on with Scientology, I don't like it. Okay, the Sea yeah. Org and the free stuff and whatever Tom Cruise is doing. Love those goddamn Mission Impossible movies, though. Like, crazy. Can't get enough of them. I, they're, they're one of the rare movies I've watched more than once. Uh-huh. You know? He's trying to go to outer space to shoot a movie, too. Yeah, well, that's Tom Cruise for you, baby. You know? Yeah. Um, but he... Uh, uh, okay, so... So, I don't know. What I So, I've seen... And then I've seen that people thought it was good, and then I've seen the backlash. I'm going to go out on a limb, first of all, because I've heard this, and I'm going to say... I'm okay with it, you know? I <laughs> Here's the fucking thing, right? I apparently the whole film set got shut down because of because of a covid case, which is going to happen. Yeah, and but a film set's supposed to be a bubble these days, mm-hmm. I believe. Sure. They're supposed to be doing bubbles. Okay? And they're doing a lot of testing and also also there's protocols that you have to follow, okay? And you got to imagine, if you're trying to keep this whole fucking thing running, that you just want everybody to do here, the COVID protocol. And here's the thing. If, but here's the thing. If you're a piece of shit like Tom Cruise that has <laughs> more money than God, why why hasn't Xenu taught you enough to be patient to wait to shoot something? Why are you and why are you at all? You are cooling. You have the best excuse you ever. Have money. You've got an infinity pool. You can swim laps for miles. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You have helicopters, planes, dirt bikes, all of it. You shouldn't be working, motherfucker. He You're needs, greedy. You're too greedy. He needs to fucking make... He likes... The only thing that makes him feel alive is running on a Mission Impossible set. It's just the way Jesus it is. Jesus Christ. It's, so, it's uh, wearing off. Here's the audio. No, it's not. Trust me. Mission Impossible 7 comes out. Who's going to be, hopefully, watching it on HBO Max and not in the theater? <laughs> like he's, I'm not impressed. With the, he, I'm, he's losing me in my old age, like Tarantino. I, I've, I'm tired of this shit. Well, yeah. You're tired of action movies, though. I like I'm, action movies. I like action movies. I like action movies. Big budget. Huge action movies. All right, here we go. Here's Tom Cruise screaming at his employees. You're back there in Hollywood making movies right now because of us. Because they believe in us and what we're doing. What a piece of shit. I'm on the phone with every studio at night. Insurance companies. Producers. Give me Brad Pitt. Give me Brad Pitt on this. 
Brad Pitt is chill. He, a a he guy, this, cool. this person, he is an alpha of an asshole. He knows who he is in the world. He shouldn't. He has no That's, right to ever speak to anybody like this ever in his life. You know, he should be. That is a good point. That is because I again was coming out pro yes. there at the beginning because it just. It does fucking drive me crazy that people don't follow the goddamn. I'm with you. It drives me up the fucking wall. And but but as you've said, I haven't done this to anybody. I've somehow been able to not do this. Yeah. To anybody at all in public. You know, I give dirty looks, but I'm wearing a mask. They can't see that. Sure. You know, I'm turning around. I'm turning the corner now. And using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs, you I don't ever want to see it again. Ever. Mm. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And I see you do it again, you're gone. I mean, anyone on this. You know, but you you know, uh, I I do have to say that uh, you know he has a he has a really he has a really uh, he has an understanding of the moment in time that he's he's in right there. It is and weird. Everybody that- is forced to do this right now. Um, the only thing that makes it feel sane and okay is if we do these stupid fucking rituals together. Even though we should not be doing this at all. No, we shouldn't be making a movie right now. Yeah, but he's right. Um, there are people that are dying to to do this job because otherwise they're going to be robbing and stealing from people. Yeah. Um, I, I went to go, the, the toys for tot program is denying people now in Columbus. They've got like, they've got like 40% less donations and people that didn't sign up. Uh, the food, mid Ohio food bank is like three times the amount, you know, people are, people are fucking starving right now. Yeah. And, and so he is one, I, I do have to say he, this is this is how mad we all are. I think that's that is what I identify with. Is this how I feel about all of this? But my anger is towards the people in charge of everything. Yes. You know, the ones that have put us in this position where it's like, you know, I'm Tom Cruise. Uh, if I don't do this movie, some PA or grip or editor is is going to be furloughed mm-hmm. or on some PPP wages or something. Uh, I can go and act and do this stupid thing, and and people will get money. But yeah. because there's like. Yeah, they're, they're, I don't know. Here's more. This group does it. That's it. And you too. And you too. And you. Don't you ever an asshole. do it He again. is a piece asshole. of shit. That's it. He also. Here's. No apologies. Here's, there's some. Here he goes. Tell it to the people that are losing their f***ing Because our industry is shut down. It's not gonna put food on their table. Shut up. Or pay for their college <laughs> I mean, you could give up some money. He's, yeah, I know. You have enough to get this taken care of. That's what I sleep with every night. <laughs> oh no! That's where he Tell goes. Tell me. <laughs> That's what I sleep with every night. Can you believe my pain? I told you. You know how hard it is to be calm, fucking trues. <laughs> He's so bad. He, I mean, it's funny to hear a guy mad. Really? Yeah. Um, no, that's good. I mean, it's like yeah, yeah, flying off the handle. Um, mad guys are funny every time. I mean, well, when you're there, though, it's, I don't want to be the guy getting yelled at. Yeah, oh, that would. I would have been. 
Wow. You know, you know, I was going to say, I identify with, I would be the, I would try to record this. Like, I identify with the person recording this, like, they are not going to believe this shit when they hear it. (laughs) Like, you're not phased by it, but you're like, I'm going to get this down on paper. Hearing angry people just sends me. It just fucking, it fills up everything inside my heart because what Tom Cruise is doing right now. I want to do that sometimes. I just want to fucking fly off the fucking handle at somebody. I'm so afraid of every person in the whole entire world that I never do. I would never do this. There's no reason to do it. There's no reason to fly off the handle for most things. Like I just, I get hot under the collar, dude. I get mad and then I fucking internalize it and make it about myself and then fucking get mad at myself and then, you know, I, turns into fucking a, I turn into a huge ball of hate and anxiety. Dude, I was raised on anger. Um, my, my masculinity is all enveloped in anger and I get mad real easy, but like the only thing I can do is just like, I have to just laugh it off and just be like, it's so stupid to be mad about pretty much anything. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, there's the the, two opposite problems beyond, beyond like beyond, you know, your, your food and your security and your safety and, and, you know, having uh, someone you care being around people that care about you. I mean, a lot of stuff, it's like, I I just can't get too mad anymore about shit. We have, Especially if I was in his position, yeah, I, I could, I will, I, I would hope. I mean, I, I really pity him because I, if I like, I still get mad and I and I feel bad about it and, and I want to change and I don't want it to to like disregard people or, or treat people like that and to think that you have it all and you have you would never you never want again in your life and anything you could ever want to do happens for you and and you still the motherfucking aliens can't cure that rage inside you i fucking wonder if he released this audio he uh I don't know. If somebody else posited that, I don't I, care how that stuff works, really. I just feel like it's interesting. The stuff he's saying, like, yeah, he saying, comes off like a good guy. It's good sneak. If, if For someone that he probably doesn't want to do a TikTok, but he wants people talking about him and, and, and saying, like, people are losing their homes. I sleep with that. You know? Yeah. Like, oh. There's just a little bit more. Your ass. We are not shutting this movie down! <laughs> He's so mad. He's so mad. Is it understood? If I man. see it again, you're gone. And so are you. I mean, so you know what, gone, man? man it's oh. If I see it on the set, you're gone. And you're gone. Ooh. What a bastard. That's it. He's sick Am of I this clear? shit. He's sick you of understand this. understand what I want. You understand yeah, fuck this guy, the responsibility man. that you have. Because I will deal with your reason. And if you can't be reasonable, and I can't deal with your logic, you're fired. That's, wow. that's a dick thing to say. Wow, I love that. That's a dick thing to say. Wow. Holy moly. I trust you guys. That was not scripted. That was not scripted. I, no, 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 no. I don't think that's... any of this is scripted. I think that... Somebody recorded it, or there was some sort of recording uh, it, thing it, it going, and he him. knew that it got recorded, and he was like, that makes me look good. Which, I think a lot of people are kind of on his side. I have been yelled at like that. I got yelled at like that at 
Lexi's at the d- fucking deli I worked at. That yeah. that was what it was like, dude, working there. So yeah. I do on one side the guys that were grab assing or not wearing a mask or whatever the fuck they were doing. I don't know what what was going on. On one side, I am like in their shoes in a way. But on the other side, like I am a person that just wants people to wear the fucking mask. Here, you know, I just want people to do the COVID protocols. Please do them. Here's how. Here, let me tell you how my my logic and, and reasoning works with this. We're running by past old Tom Cruise here. Um, you know, if you agree to go do a movie with somebody inside of a set, you're lying to your motherfucking self, and you shouldn't be able to scold everybody for not lying to themselves properly, because if we're working on this thing together, we're eating up each other's mother, motherfucking germs. Like, you know, right, Jason comes over bubble. Jason comes over to do this show, I know the, the trouble we're getting in. If I go to do... If I go out here to do a movie, like, I know that I'm inviting... I do not think that, like, the mask keeps me safe if we're going to be working together extensively. I know that doesn't work. Everybody knows that doesn't work. You yes. know? Like, yeah, you, but you, you, you're going to get infected by those people. It could have been a number of different things that caused him. But my guess is the guy had a mask. I feel like he saw an opportunity to, to shame somebody, man. It just feels like he saw... Uh, the, the I mean, he's an asshole. I think that was an. I, I again, I don't think people should be dealt with that way by a guy like Tom Cruise. You, you understand what I'm but saying? I like, think, but I think that if uh, if I think if this was a rando guy at a fucking Kroger screaming at somebody, I would be like, yeah, that's what I'm gonna. That's what I was going to say. I think I think collectively what we're trying to say is that every 30 minutes at the grocery store, someone should say, Jesus fucking Christ, the mask goes over your nose. Yeah. It goes over your nose. It goes over your nose. And yeah. someone, we should just pay people to have public freakouts every 30 minutes yeah. and scream like the mask protocols and pull their hair out of their head. When you go into a gas station and you see the employee standing behind the counter with their mask off, it's <laughs> It pisses you off. And then they see you and then tuck it on or whatever. Dude, I've had them not even touch it. I, I, this one, I, I, I'll never forget this. This was earlier on in COVID. The, the woman that called me the five guy uh-huh. at the gas station. So walk in there to buy Mellows and, uh, uh, she has the mask on and, and uh, I don't know. I think I need to get like a pack of cigarettes or something. So I had to talk to her and she was like, Oh, I, I, well, excuse me. Oh, these dumb masks. I come in the next fucking day and she's wearing it around her ear and just hanging down. It's like, you're the one at the most fucking risk. I'm just going to walk in and out. And I'm yeah. not even going to fucking be here, but you're now in here breathing in everybody's breath and then breathing it out. At me. In the end, it's me that I'm concerned with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And were- also, let's give those people the vaccine. Yeah, that's the the, the, the cashiers at the gas station need it first. Yeah. Right, I mean, behind the medical people, then it's uh, grocery stores and gas stations. I agree. I, I um. Oh man, I had a fucking freak out. There's another one I had a freak out. We went to Butch Bando's Lights. Butch it's, Bando. It's a drive-through lights thing up on, by Alum Creek, and uh, we had to get gas on the way out. And we stopped at this spot, which is a it's a you know the convenience store. 
It's uh, it, it it's like a very speedway. It's it's everywhere here, but it was prepay only. Like it, people. See, that's a bad one. I mean, I guess people were driving off way too much. Yeah. Uh, cash only. I see a lot of cash only. Yeah, it, it's been a switch. So I, I pull up. Um, I go to put my card in the machine. It won't let me pay with my card. It says you have to come in and do it. So I go inside. And I talk to the cashier. And her mask is around her chin. Yeah. And she loves my Christmas hat and my Christmas sweater because we just re- left the lights. And she's just chatting me up. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to grin and bear it, grin and bear it. I'm talking real shallow so I don't breathe in. You're like, hey, happy holiday. Yeah. yeah. So she's rings me i'm it's prepay i don't know how much is needed i'm just like 30 dollars, and i'm 30 dollars. i go out there and i go to fill it up and it says doesn't work contact the cashier insert your card i go in and i'm like i was on pump eight and she was like yeah pump eight that's what i did i have you on pump eight and i was like all right well it's not working and then she goes into this explanation on why it's not working and i'm like i get out there and i go and it doesn't work again and I go inside and she's like, you're going to have to move to another pump. And then go back in. Right. So I moved to the other pump and it doesn't read my card. And I just drove away. <laughs> I just drove away <laughs> because yeah. I didn't want to. She would. There, no one was in there. Not, none of the employees were wearing a mask. And I didn't want to go back for the fourth mm-hmm. time. And for some reason. <laughs> I just had enough. I could lose the $30. I it, know. It, it canceled. It didn't It didn't even go through. I was going to just do a chargeback. But they never completed the transaction. I just didn't want to be there anymore. You just want to lose. I just want to lose my mind. But I also don't want to yell at cashier. Ever, no. Ever. I wasn't. It was just like you're doing your job you're trying to get me gas but like i now i'm entangled in like this face-to-face thing that i i didn't want to get into i wanted to just pull up here with my card and never see you yeah i wanted you to hang out here and do your thing and i didn't want to see you yeah prepay only sucks too when you have to walk in and oh man like i don't know fucking 25 dollars i guess 30 i don't yeah i know, know. It's like take a stab at the it math. yeah yeah, you know, I don't What's the know price how much gas I need. I got a napkin. Let <laughs> yeah. pull this pencil out from behind my ear and do a little math here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, let's do. Eh, here's what we can do after this, since we just talked about work. Uh, I got this list. Here's the thing. If somebody's somebody in the chat just to say, I'm not saying that masks don't work. I'm just saying that like you can't. They don't work 100. percent you can't be around people all the time and, and not expected to exchange. They work if everybody wears them sure. in the room. And but again, you fucking go somewhere and it's just like fucking 20 20% of the people are and not going to be wearing them. Also, actually after a certain amount of time they don't work. After you get the 2-4 hour range, if you're around somebody for 8 hours, you breathe their breath. You don't get a, you, you can't get out of that. Okay. It squirts out the sides. Okay. Oh, I'm not doing that. So sure, it's okay with me. You guys can fight it out. Yeah, I, I wear the mask. That's just me. Uh, uh, so I got this list uh, sent to me. I don't know. I think Google now knows when I'm recording because it goes real heavy in the news. It goes real heavy on the uh, job stuff on Wednesdays. So on Wednesdays. 
is when I prep early in the day, I check to see what I'm doing. I Google a lot of HR stuff and stuff like that to catch up on the trends in the human resources world. Of course, I have to know that. And uh, today, it, it this came up. If you say any of these six things during the job interview, don't expect to get an offer. This is from CNBC. So it's actually from the news channel that your boss watches if you work in any industry. <laughs> yeah. Basically, you know, any anybody who wants to be business minded, get ahead. CNBC is their stuff, you know. You know, Fox News if you're like uh uh crazy MSNBC, if you if you just got done listening to NPR on the way in, and CNN, it just nobody watch. I well, I guess MSNBC is the one nobody watches. Who I don't knows? know anything about. I them. haven't watched any of those. Yeah, I don't think anybody in a watches them. Years, yeah. I never met somebody that watches them. But let's look at CNBC. You have actually. Well, I know we've met people that watch Chris Hayes. Maybe I don't know. I can't imagine somebody listening to this show and then watching Chris Hayes. <laughs> no. <laughs> You met Chris Hayes once. I did meet Chris Hayes in Cleveland. I got a picture with him. Uh, so number one, this is an odd one. And this is six things not to say during a job interview, Brett. Six things not to say during a job interview. Okay. <clears throat> I'm a motivated self-starter is number one. Okay. I agree. I mean, it sounds like bullshit immediately. Really? Okay, so it says, I've heard so many candidates say this in response to questions about the professional strength or notable characteristics. It's a wildly overused answer. Always calling you a hack if you say it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean you're lying. You like you you don't you don't have anything to say. You just Googled something that people want to hear on resumes. Yeah. I I thought this also, was what you were supposed to say. Well, no, you have to say you have to you have to prove that with evidence. Yeah, like, like instead of saying I'm a wildly motivated self-starter, you have to say um, I started my job at this place doing this, and I, out of my own volition, expanded my duties and did things on my own. You're the guy you, that wrote this article. You have I to think. explain how you did that. You can't just say that you are that. Like you're faking the funk. And the person that wrote this article, I, I make sure it's it's uh, J T O'Donnell. You're the person that wrote this article because what they say is a more appropriate response might be, "I'm not afraid to take the lead on projects, and I can do so with little guidance." Followed by an example of a time when you successfully did this. I'm sorry. What is it? Uh, he said uh, a more appropriate response might be, I'm not afraid to take the lead on projects and I can do so with little guidance, followed yeah. by an example of a time when you successfully did this. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. I don't know. I don't see the difference. But I know what motivated and self-starter mean. I don't know. I hate these things. We've talked about job interviews on this show so much. And and that little thing about the magic words that they want to hear that like unlock the job for you it's a weird like you're like almost like working on a combination lock you're trying to crack a safe there's a number of things i mean let me let me go ahead and uh, turn your world upside down and say that my guidance is to avoid that stuff i think you read all the job advice because the job advice will all say demonstrate that you're a motivated self-starter and the fool's mistake is just to say, oh, that's what they want to hear. That's the magic words. I'm just going to say I'm a motivated self-starter. Yeah. You have to 
do you have to get around that you can't do what everyone else is <laughs> doing not you can't follow the advice yeah. because everyone is following the advice well number two on here is one of my favorite answers of all time and it's to tell me not to use this is to tell me not to breathe in five years i hope to be in your position <laughs> it says you can't say that it says not to say that yeah like i believe I can, I can understand what they mean by that. That's the top answer, though. That's the number one where alpha that, answer. Where did that come from, exactly? I don't know. What's the... Is that a movie thing? Is it a thing? movie? It has like, to be like a Dustin Hoffman thing, or like... It has to be a famous... Steve it's like McCool. a Wall Street type movie where a guy is like working yes, his way up yes. through the fucking company and he fucking goes into an I'm gonna interview Google it. and he sits across from another guy and the guy's like, where do you see yourself going? He's like, in five years, I hope to be in your position. And then a fucking montage plays with like dollar signs coming up on the screen and right. cha-ching, cha-chings and then calculators printing stuff. And then it's five years later and he's in that guy's position. Right. Is what it happened. And that guy's in the grave because he yeah. stole it from him. Uh, There's no... I can't find anything with it with the Google search. And they say it's lazy and thoughtless. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. Is it from I like, like the 50 laws, 48 laws of power or something? I don't know. I don't know where it came from. I really don't. But I've heard... I We have a mutual Who does friend that? whose dad told them to do that in no. an interview. We have a mutual friend whose dad told him to put a suit on and bring a briefcase in <laughs> and he did. to a job interview. He did bring a briefcase. And he brought a briefcase to the job interview. And he her, the dad also said, you should say, if they ask you where you see yourself in five years, you say, I, I plan to be at your desk. And it's like... That's some of the worst advice I've ever heard. I mean, the briefcase thing's just odd. It's like, yeah, what would that be was... in the briefcase? If I was doing a job interview, God forbid, I'm a job interview guy now. I'm sitting across and somebody brings a briefcase in. I would just be like, what's in that briefcase? Yeah. Like, well, what could you it possibly intrigue. have in there? It's mysterious. <laughs> but I would ask. I mean, that would be the What is question. that? Hey, what's in there? I mean, what could you be carrying around? You don't have the job. You know, is this yeah. other work from your other job? I don't know. Yeah. Trying to figure you out, sir. I don't know. Number three, I did not like my previous boss. They hate to hear that because they know you you're can't problematic. do that. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to know that you know the flaws in Boston. <laughs> they don't, they don't want to hear about how bosses can be bad because they're a boss and they think bosses are good. Yeah. They don't want to hear that you're, you, you, there's no way a boss will ever be good. You can't, you, <laughs> you will never like a boss. Of course you won't. I agree on like you, I never, you never diss the boss at any old place you have you never say i left that place because they sucked or they did this or you never bring it up yeah yeah that's so fucking funny number four number four my biggest weakness is that i'm a perfectionist (laughs) (laughs) that's a i love that answer that's one of my top 10 my biggest weakness is that i care too much and work too hard yeah it's tough Oh, yeah, just every night I'm just dreaming about getting back to work mostly. Like if anything, I'll fucking work like 24 hours in a row, really for you. And yeah. I don't want any extra pay for that. No. You know? I don't do it for the money. That's another weakness for me. I don't, you know, you pay me minimum wage. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah, care. I, I have zero self-worth. I would do this for free. <laughs> I would live in servitude and sleep in, sleep in this building. It would be really funny to go in like that. Yeah. Like, like I don't you know even what? fucking need money. Honestly, I'm just looking to help. Like, <laughs> well, like, sir, we have to do you tax purposes. Like, you know what? Let's not, let's 
just I want to just get in there. Let me get in. There's I want to work right now, like right this minute. Let's stop this <laughs> doing this. Let's work instead. There's been times though. I think I could have been tricked into working for free. Of course. I mean, for we, a period of time. Yeah, a lot of people have in certain ways. I mean, Lyft is a way of working for free. No, no, no. What I'm saying is like when I was a teenager, I desperately like wanted to work at a record store or a movie theater. Okay. I think if they had said, if you work for free for 90 days, we'll hire you. Sure. I would have probably done it. You know, yeah. like, because. I was just a uh, just a guy that like I wanted a cool job more than anything in the world. All I knew that I was going to spend most of my life working. And I knew that the thing I needed to do was get a cool job. <laughs> and movie theater and record store seemed like the two coolest jobs to me. And yeah, I would have done it. Those were good, you know? Those were top jobs. Number 5, can you tell me more about the company? When they ask if you got oh, any questions oh, for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I hate stupid. that question. Here's what pisses me off about that question. You're making me ask you a question. What if I don't have I don't have any more curiosity beyond how much are you going to pay me? Yeah, you know, but this is an easy tweak. All you have to say is what do you like most about working for this company? Oh, that's tight. That that you can have that you can use that at any job interview ever. Like, what's your favorite part of working here? Yeah. And they're always like, oh, 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 I didn't realize I was going to be the one interviewed. I'm turning the tables. Yeah. Yeah. This is the last one here. Uh, what do your perks and benefits look like? Uh, that seems- I don't know. I mean, I think the person should respect your ass. I think that's a little too grovelly. I do, too. I, I think, think that's sh- too grovelly. I-, I think that, like, I, I think people, honestly... It- even people in a hiring position or in, a, in an ownership position, I think they respect. I think they do in a way respect somebody that's like, I want these benefits and I want this amount of money. You know, not it's not the case all the time. Uh, I, I guess I've only known through like my wife's employment circumstances and people I've worked with. Uh, but I've had bosses where it's just like, hey, I'm worth a lot more than you're paying me, and you should give it. And they're like, all right, I believe you. You know, and, and the same with this. It's like I'm coming to. You. Like, if you're going to work for a company and they're like, oh, God, I hope they don't ask about the benefits because that's a trap. (laughs) You know, it's like, why would you you don't want you want to lose a job. You don't want to get hired at a job where if you say, what kind of benefits can I expect? And they're like, you are not ready for this. (laughs) (laughs) Like you dodged a bullet. (laughs) This place fucking none. Wow. Well, some. I mean, they'll take the money, but good luck getting it back. You get health insurance, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you, can, you get a few days off. Pay out perks. the ass for vision, you know. Yeah, there's no perks, really. There's, no. Jobs don't have perks anymore. Job um, already don't work like that. You're fully vested in PTO after four years of employment. You start getting PTO. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got one more thing to do here. Before we get out of here, uh, I, I did say that our enemies are out in full force. Uh, Tom Cruise, Bad Boss, uh, the U lines. Yeah. Uh, and guess who else showed up? Uh, Mike Rowe? 
Yes, he did. Really? He did. Wow. He did. He's was, out there. I was listening to his podcast yesterday. Oh, how is it? I get recommended to listen to his podcast, and I don't do that. Uh, he was talking about being a sellout the other day. Oh, like you should be one? Because that... Yeah, he, he did like the kind of Jason Newstead thing. Where it's like, I've always sold out. I've always done whatever it takes to make money. <laughs> you know, like, he did one of those proud speeches like that for, for people that, you know, think he's a sellout. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like him. He He's a sellout. He just wants to make cash. I like that. Yeah, he told a story about doing sales out the back of a trunk of a car. It was very Ain't That America. Who hasn't done that, though? Right. I, I've, almost everybody I know got roped into that sales job, selling right. stuff out of the trunk right. of a car. You bought 40 or something, and now you have to fucking sell it. I'm probably the only one of my... But I did get roped into that, though. My buddy got roped into that because he had big stretched ears and uh, tattoos and stuff. And, uh, you know, the ad says, if you like rock and roll and have tattoos, uh, you should come here and work for us. So he went... He, he went and got the job, and he was selling alarm clocks out of the back of a car. They were just driving to people's parking lots where they work and trying to sell these alarm clocks out of the back of a car. Same thing happened to me, but I had to go try to up people on their uh, Columbia ga- or their gas or whatever. It was something about their gas bill yeah. that I gave up on. But, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, most of my friends got roped into something like that. And it is like, it's a hell job. I got a buddy, man, I got this buddy. He, uh, there was an open cattle call interview, right? At um, the Holiday Inn downtown. And uh, truthfully, I think that it was like, we all loved hotels so much that it was just like neat that something was happening at a hotel. And my buddy just goes to this hotel and they're like, we sell. And trust me, this we don't even really have to sell it. It's a cleaner. You know, you spray it on the window. You clean your windows with it. And this stuff, you know, is $12 a bottle. <laughs> just like would have been a red flag. for yeah. Like, I don't think I'm going to sell $12 window cleaner. Like, well, when they see it clean, though. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you show them clean, you know, and you get to travel the whole country. You get to see the country. Okay. Yeah. And we'll put you on a bus. We got a, we got a bus that we take people around in a yeah. van and you're touring the country in a van. This dude, he was like, I get to travel. Finally, I get to fucking travel around the country. Which is like, that's everybody's dream when they're late teens, right? Yeah. You're, you're 19, you're yeah. 20, you're early 20s. It's like, all you all you think about is like, how do I see as much of the world as I possibly can? Most people do. I don't, I guess. I mean, that's what I, I always have wanderlust, you know? And like, uh, uh, so he takes this job. He gets on a fucking... He gets on the uh, uh, bus. I think they were taking Greyhound to each city. Okay? He gets on the bus, ends up down in Florida. Didn't sell a single thing. And they were staying in these like really seedy motels. And it was four people to a room. And they were people that didn't know each other from different parts of the country. And they were given 20. He was like, he was so excited because he was like, you know, you get commission, you get a cut of the sales, and you get $25 a day to eat. (laughs) 
he was he 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 made it to Florida. He was gone for a week and a half. And then made him pay, buy him a bus ticket home. It didn't make a single fucking dollar. Yeah. Not a single nothing. That um, that sounds like when I was building bikes, uh, because you got paid per piece. So uh, there would be groups of guys. It was all independent contractor work, but the company would work with Walmart's, and they would say, you know, we've got two or three Walmart's in West Texas that need bikes built this weekend. And they would try to get four, like you said, four or five strangers to get in a car together, drive and stay in a hotel and drive and, and build a hundred work for 12 hours a day, building bikes. You get paid $3 a bike. You build, you know, a hundred bikes, you get $300, you know, but a lot of times you aren't getting that much. A lot of times there's a wrench in the gears and you know, you can only build 50 that day and you're also gone and you're paying to be there. It's yeah. Fuck dude. Cause you think about it and you're like, okay, if I can make $300 a day, Reliably, if I could, I mean, there were probably times where there weren't a hundred bikes. No, there wasn't. Like, there was lots of lies. I mean, I never got caught up. I was doing it as an extra thing to, to buy time, but like I could just see, I, I, it was a scam from the beginning. It was the same company that was like, you signed up to be a bike builder and your first paycheck, they took most of it because they charged you for the tools that, the, that they gave and you. And you're like, I don't even need these yeah. fucking tools. Well, you would sign up and they would give, they would charge you, you know, $300 for a bike stand and a bike toolkit to do all the stuff to build bikes that would be charged against like your first six checks or whatever and i already had a bunch of stuff so i was like i don't need this i'm not going to pay for this but it was you know i mean truckers are getting in the same thing you see those people that are underwater that you know sign up to be truckers and lease the vehicles and uber so much of we have like such a renter society yeah you know? and it's like it just you end up like I mean, again, like if it was like seeing, you're not seeing the country. No, you're not. Like that. No, these guys, these like once, yeah, these they were going on a route. They would be gone for, for six or seven days, but they were working all day. Yeah, yeah. People think that like I don't know. Rich people get to see the country, get to see the world. That's who gets to see it. Not anybody. If you tie seeing the country to your work. It's not going to fucking happen unless you're like a travel writer. <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> because any anything we've done, like I feel I've been to a lot of places, but I don't know. I don't feel like I've seen a lot. No. I've seen a lot more than a lot of people. But like I still I don't I don't feel like I I understand Raleigh, North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. No, there's yeah, there's lots of cities that I've been to, but I, I definitely didn't visit. Portland, Oregon? Like I don't fucking know shit about I've been to Portland twice for forty eight hours <laughs> total yeah. together. So I got to walk around Portland. It was nice. I did too. I both times actually. I, I gotta take a long walk, but I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm at. I'm downtown. I'm generally just walking from dispensary to dispensary yeah. because I'm so excited about there being dispensaries and you're trying to find something to eat and shit like that, you know? Yeah, it is. And yeah. downtown is never the place to be. I mean, usually we're performing in the neighborhood you want to be in to see, you know? So that's nice. But uh, Portland, especially, the, the venue's downtown. So. 
you're downtown and it's like where the Nordstrom is and stuff. Right. <laughs> so let's check out what Mike Rowe's talking about. I, I'm curious. Uh, he's on, it looks like uh, Fox News, Fox Business. Cool. He knows his audience. He's got the best voice. Oh, wait, am I supposed to be listening? And yet I'm following yeah. the president? Really? Wait, Let me rewind. You didn't tell me that. I thought you were going to be reading. No, I would never. It's easier to listen to. All right, let's see what he's up to. Yeah, you got to hear his voice, dude. I also flubbed, so I'm glad you weren't listening. Flub. Flub, flub, flub. Joining us now is Mike Rowe. You know Mike this guy. Rowe. Dirty jobs fame. He's got the best voice in television. And yet I'm following the president? Really? <laughs> really? This guy loves the president, sounds like. He he thinks that he's following the president. Well, yeah, he's just Donald Trump. Trump. He's just corny. Not a great speaker, though, that Donald Trump. He's he's, he's a, a top-notch speaker, I think. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. He's like an improv guy, though. Yeah. yeah. He's a Robin Williams type. Yeah. <laughs> You just gotta be. It's an it's an in the moment thing. <laughs> That's true. Like watching someone just. I mean, him going off when like the the when the mic is hot, man. Fuck. Being able to do what he does would be. I mean, because that we do be, that. I mean, we do that. We just don't have the power. I want the power and reach of Donald Trump. A little more though prepared than he even seems. We are a little no, more prepared I, than he seems. Yeah, I mean, I'm flying off the handle most of the time, though. I'm really trying not to be too prepared. Me neither, but I mean, we at least know what we're going to talk about when we get up there. I don't think he knows what he's going to talk about half the fucking time. I think he just gets up there. He's fucking like, the toilet's not flushing. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, you people love this thing. Remember we wave the Bible? You people love this thing, you know? Just, that's He's just a Dude, that just he fucking is a free spirit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thanks. Dude. Oh, sorry about that, Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe. I see the problem here as not enough skilled workers available to fill the jobs that are available. Is that the way it is? I don't know about that. I don't think those jobs are available. Micro has this thing in his brain where he thinks that there's a billion gajillion jobs available and it's just people are too lazy to go and do them. Yeah. I mean, we do. I'm, I'm in contact with a lot of union people that, that have high paid, like, you know, the type of jobs that you would fetishize the 30 an hour, $30, $40 an hour lineman type jobs. That's what I'm talking about. Um, uh, I, 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 this country is not short of people willing to do hard work. Yeah. So what I have to say is that the, that people are willing to do uh, anything that pays a lot of money. I've seen people kill themselves for fifteen dollars an hour. So we don't invest in training either. That's the fucking thing. It's like they're like all these idiots go to fucking college, and it's like, but like. How do I get a union plumbing job? Yeah. Like, how do I get a job doing this stuff if I don't know how to do it and I don't have the tools to do it, if that makes sense? Right. Like, I could never find myself on an HVAC team at all. I couldn't figure out how to get that fucking job. You know, there's a fucking miracle that I was doing what I was doing when I was working. When it's also some dumb shit where you're like supposed to work at Burger King for $7 an hour and save one of those $7 an hour to pay for your HVAC license. Mm -hmm. And then you go grovel to be like the assistant fucking janitor at, a, at an apartment complex and work your way up. 
You yeah. Know? I mean, there should be uh, apprenticeships should be much easier to get than they actually are. I mean, this is from an uneducated person, but I could never figure out how to get an apprenticeship. There were so many of these jobs. I, I, I would have done plumbing, dude. I would have taken any one of those $30 an hour jobs and you'd have never had to hear my voice <laughs> ever again. You know, I mean, how I, didn't you see those as like, these aspirational jobs yeah. that you would have loved to fucking get your hands on one, but you just just didn't know how, couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I mean, I guess it takes an incredible amount of investigation, but I also don't think they're that, you know, readily available. No, I don't either. Let's hear what Why, Mike... Who would ever stop doing it if you had it? Let's hear Mike talk about how reading books is dumb. <laughs> Well, that's what I've been saying since 2008 when my foundation started. Um, but I've got a question for you. I, okay. I watched you on Fox and Friends this morning, and I just heard you say that we're really at, at full employment. Yep. But 10 minutes ago on the same channel, I'm looking at a labor participation rate of 62.3%. How does 62.3% and full employment, like when and how do we get to the <sighs> point where where 40% of people not working somehow meant full employment? Well, I would call... Uh... Wow, Mike. Like, it sounds like you're really bumming me out here. I mean, I don't know what full employment means. I don't feel like we're at full employment, unless you count driving for Uber and Lyft. No. It's full employment, you know? Like, I mean, that's what they say is they're like the opportunities. Out buying there. Discount, discount plants from Myers and selling them on Facebook Marketplace, is that full employment? Yeah, 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 yeah. Got driving around and finding washers out on the side of the road, <laughs> right. fixing them up, and then fucking... Driving from Centerburg to Columbus to get a free washer. I had a guy that drove a fucking hour and a half to get my free dryer when I, when I gave it up. Yeah, but they probably do, mate. I mean, yeah, free like money. A, yeah. You I, listen to a podcast on the way and then you get free money. Yeah. I mean, I know, I knew, I met a guy with a storefront. Like this dude it was in a very, the rent had to be very low where it was at. And it wasn't like a very nice place. But I mean, he was able to afford to get his own storefront to sell trash dryers, washers and dryers yeah. out of. I buy them. I'm a fucking, look, I, I look at those people like I remember the Browns used tires. Just a used tire shop, right? Yeah. It's just like unfucking believable that that business <laughs> exists because it's like rich people actually get their tires changed. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. The thing. Well, there's a fucking Mad Hatter muffler shop. Yeah. It's legendary in Columbus because they like if you have a hole in your in in your if you have a hole in your exhaust, they will just like put a plate on it like they'll they'll do what it, they'll get it fixed for $45 like they're not going to overwhelm you with with costs no, the, no. It's, it's a legendary place like any Mad Hatter in Columbus if you ever need it fixed for cheap they will get it done yeah, well my car was fucked up a few people said you should go to Mad Hatter uh I, I probably will next time. They, what they said was they'll clean out your catalytic converter. <laughs> right, right. They'll just run a brush through it. <laughs> yeah, put a new one on there. No, no, no. They'll take it off and run a brush through it. And for $60, <laughs> you'll be good for a while. 
<laughs> I mean, those are the businesses that I valorize. That's the small business yeah. owner I valorize. I want to get rid of them. I mean, they should be paid as a dynasty. They should be paid for their service the same way like a Carnegie or, you know, a Cock Brother, whatever it is. Like, all those guys, uh, they deserve to have their legacy maintained. Yeah. And yeah. gals, non-binary pals, whoever runs these type of illegal businesses that we love. Yeah. Call it full employment when you've got seven million jobs going a begging. Right. And you full don't employment. have the workers. We don't need full employment. To fill them. No, the I don't people, want it. The, the people who are not participating in the labor force, they're retired. I mean, I mean, oh, so the 60% so they're they're of people working back. also, right. like half so, of them don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to. It's all bullshit jobs. Yeah, it's all just bullshit like busy work job. 40% ain't working. The other 30% is doing nothing. We could all just split up that other 30% of jobs of, that, that we're doing. Like we could just split that up and be done with it. Yeah. I don't have to do anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's hear a little bit more here. I would say that this is the most fully employed economy, the tightest labor okay. market that I've ever seen. I agree. But, but that, that I agree. The question. Uh, well, uh, sorry. I, 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 I flubbing. We be flubbing. Everybody rubbing on a flub, shake something. That was a, that was a big one. That was that? a mistake. That was, that was what they call a flub. So uh, Mike Rowe is now is Mike Rowe. You know this guy. Dirty full employment is just an odd term. Is it, uh, full employment is not something we need to talk you're, about. You're basically. Yeah. It seems to me. This, it's absurd. I mean, this is out. just so They're head in the sand. Important. If we're still going to look at Here's this, is so you're just you're denying reality right now. Because full employment is not something that's happening under these conditions at all. It's absolutely ghoulish to be having this conversation. How dare you talk about full employment right now? That's not even feasible. Yeah. Well, let's let's read his Facebook post because this this story led me to a Facebook post. I think this is what we want to talk about here. Lots of people on this page have asked me to comment on the various proposals to forgive hundreds of billions of dollars in student debt. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my. I didn't know we were going here. This is where the heel micro comes out, right? This Yikes. is where our heel micro shows up. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, many, it seems, suspect that I'll be supportive of these efforts. Who? No one would ever think that. How? He really thinks that people think he's generous. <laughs> He does. Well, no. I'm generous. I know a lot of you see me on TV and you think I love, you know, poor working class people. I don't. I don't love people at all. I love their bosses. I like the boss. <laughs> I like the people that make money off of you. Yeah. <laughs> you might think that I actually care about your working life, but really, I care about it in as much as you'll, for some reason, sometimes listen to me and billionaires think that that's a good thing. <laughs> You know, Pol Pot suggested we rip all of these petty bourgeoisie from their 
skyscrapers and make them work the fields. Yes. <laughs> uh, many, it seems. Okay, so he thinks people... Since I've written at length about the outrageous rise of college tuition and the scandalous ways in which hundreds of thousands of students have been conned into borrowing ridiculous sums of money to purchase degrees that never lead to an actual job. That's not true. I mean, never is a crazy word, and it's... I, never lead yeah he does say never lead to a actual job when i mean a lot of people that graduate college are working yeah doing great you can get a fucking doing job fine i mean it's, you know it's not i, I it's just a, it's not a never thing yeah. and also um you know uh, i've talked to my wife about this a lot but also an experience that people need to like mature and make to to, to make things happen for them just talked about that earlier not, tonight not for everybody i i mean i'm not a graduate but i also think that uh folks had to be pushed into thinking about different shit because it wasn't going to happen any other way right right yeah yeah uh well for the record I do not support student loan forgiveness. Um, Big my- surprise. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, honestly, man, dog, you're supposed to be like, you should be leading an angry mob against the schools. Why would we ever think like your dirty jobs? Yeah, yeah. Right. You're with all the uneducated masses. That no, he's not, like- though. He's with their, their bosses. He is sure. actually with the owner of those businesses. That dirty job shit. He wasn't there for the employees right. to do the dirty jobs. You're right. It was like diners, drive-ins and dives. You ever, if you watch diners, drive-ins and dives, Guy Fieri goes in to this dive or this diner, right? And the, the owner or the chef of the restaurant, the cook, shows him how they make the famous cheeseburger. Right. That guy doesn't make very many cheeseburgers. There's people that work there that make the cheeseburgers every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you would be under the impression that that guy comes in and makes all the cheeseburgers right. every day. That is what dirty jobs is. Yeah, and and also and with dirty jobs, it's like, oh my god, you transport shit, and it's a five million dollar business, and it is. But the people on the job site are have regular old paychecks that are yeah. hourly wages. Yeah, like the person that thought about moving the shit and doing the dirty job of getting shit somewhere, uh, they're they're getting paid way more than the other people that actually move the shit. They're doing it from the office. They're getting paid the most from their office while somebody else moves the shit. I mean, I bet I would do anything to see the looks on the actual workers' faces as their boss goes down in a shit puddle for the first time in like seven years. Yeah. That motherfucker doesn't leave his office. Right. (laughs) Sort of thing. And that's what Mike Rowe believes in. Mike Rowe doesn't fucking care about workers at all period he believes that the 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 best idea means you get to exploit everyone else right and that if you if you don't got the best idea you're just a sucker like he 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 believes that you should you should take your lumps he thinks that if you don't have a better idea than the boss you need to shut up and get your paycheck right he thinks you should take what you get and nothing more and expect less i also want to say that like he talks about the ways that it is scandalous that thousands of students have been conned into borrowing ridiculous sums of money to purchase degrees that never lead to an actual job. That is a reason to support student loan forgiveness. That is actually a reason to support it. That makes sense. You're right. People have been conned. People were conned. You, you, you fully acknowledge they're getting conned. Yes. That's a crime. Yeah. That's a fucking crime. Yeah. 
My reason for opposing student loan forgivenesses are not a secret. I've written at length on this page about the fundamental unfairness of doing such a thing, especially to the millions of Americans who've paid their college debt and sacrificed so much to do so. I've also said that forgiving student debt would send a terrible message to the very same universities that already gouged their customers with sky-high tuition. Now, let me fucking take that apart a little bit. Let me just rip that to pieces. If... Okay, fine. I'm fucking... Imagine, like, maybe somebody shouldn't take the polio vaccine because it's unfair to all the people who died of polio. You know what I mean? Like, who cares what those... Since when does the government fucking care what anybody thinks? You know what I mean? The people that paid off their stuff? Good on you. But who fucking... When does the government care about what those people actually care about anyway at all you could just do it it's not unfair to do if people have been unfairly conned it's like you want to put people in this debt servitude and that's what mike rowe likes he likes that they're in debt what are they supposed to do he said it's also such a piece of shit pseudo intellectual bullshit that the republicans do and mike rowe is firmly in this tradition where um how dare somebody that's trained and somebody that has studied in these things how dare they charge money for students to study under them you know like this is this is the the like ohio state is doing a lot of very good science and research and advancing things. Um, th- you, ha- this is how it happens. You can't do it on YouTube, right? Like, the I don't know. I, I, it just doesn't. I hate how they always fr- pretend like they're intellectual, but when it comes to like a group of people coming together and learning the 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 learning the newest knowledge. It's a it's objectionable or it's not worth anything. Yeah. It's not worth anything to have young people go and talk with an older person that studied literature their whole fucking life and wants to talk to them about literature for nine weeks. Right? Like, yeah. How is that? What is how? There is value in that. There's like every we, everybody yeah. deserves that. We we all deserve like to be able to to sit down and have this stuff handed around. They are so cloistered. Their their ideology is one of like your knowledge is only what you know yourself, and you you don't trust anybody else. This is people getting together to share the best advice and and you know the the most cutting edge information. Yeah, and it's it's really and he says it's worth nothing. Yeah. It's, it's worth it's nothing to go to a college and learn and learn, uh, you know, what the best people in the industry like. You're interested in fucking dinosaur footprints or yeah. head head shrinking or soil, and you go and you hang out with the people that have that are really into it, and you have to pay good money. Yeah, it makes sense. You like rocks? There's yeah. a place you can go to right. just talk about rocks. They're crazy about them. Yeah, they fucking love them. There's rocks there. They have tons of rocks there. You can go and look and touch some <laughs> yeah, of the rocks. Right. You can fucking. It's wonderful. It's it's just it's it's just something that I can never like. I'm never going to sign on with this populism that that says we all should just break our backs unless we can make more money than the person breaking our back. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or devalues any of this, you know? So this next little piece is so disingenuous, but it's from a Kevin Williamson article. And this is something 
that he Kevin Williamson, I believe, maybe from the Federalist. Dracula? Dracula. Yes, that's Dracula. Uh, the majority of student debt is held by relatively high-income people. Poor people mostly are not college graduates, and those who attend college but did not graduate hold relatively little college loan debt, etc. As the New York Times puts it, debt relief totally. overall would disproportionately benefit middle to upper class college students. Which ones, especially those who attended elite and expensive institutions and people with lucrative professional credentials like law and medical degrees? Number one, not true. I know a ton of poor people that went to college whole- and didn't get through because they couldn't figure out how to fund the rest of the college and they owe money and like we should be make we should be incentivizing people to go to college yeah that is a good thing it is as you've said it's a good thing that people go and do it you know i want more people to do it than they're doing it now yeah it's too restrictive at this point uh but you're absolutely yeah you're absolutely right um i mean you know uh, the genesis of street fight but the beginning of this really is that like uh you know you and another friend another family from groveport ohio um you know the sticks but still kind of the city uh i the 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 worst kind of suburb yeah like (laughs) one in one out yeah Yeah. but like but i've been involved with you and uh in in your family and and your friend's family and i met my wife through them and and all of us uh did come from hard scrabble situations very uh shitty things uh but you know went to college and that was the restricting thing. Like talking about like, why don't millennials buy houses? It was because it you have to pay $600 a month to student loans. Yeah. That they, they wanted that like at six months after you left, they wanted $600 a month. Uh, and, and it's, it's like stifled an entire generation of people. It's, it costs too much, but it's absolutely essential. More people need to do it. Like there, there's just, yeah. Yeah. I, and I'm not, once again, I'm not going to go. And I, <laughs> I didn't go, but yeah. I just think for other people, they you people have to want to go. You have to, yeah. The people that are interested in it, they should. Right. Go, go, geek out. This is how he ends it. Uh, finally, it should go without saying that I pity every young man and woman who is struggling today under the yoke of a crushing student loan. I sincerely do. You were quite possibly sold a bill of goods. You were very le- likely pressured by your friends, your parents, or your guidance counselor to attend the right school. See, but but the, you know what? The, 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 the monetary value... The problem is, is that they did. I mean, you develop so much empathy you develop so much conflict resolution that it really is a grinder of real life to be pushed up against all those people and to have someone that challenges what you do it it, it is very like transformative i think to a person to go through that and and but all all he has is that you're a dumb like you were a dumbass for doing that for signing up for the debt yeah yeah i mean i think college just- changed me tremendously like it 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 taught me how to think of that think about things in a way that benefits this show because i'm able to like i understand how to analyze and pick things apart a, a little bit better because i learned how to do that by studying literature and stuff like that and like uh uh I don't know. I, I don't know what Mike Rowe would even think of me 
If that makes sense. Sure. Like, you're definitely a guy like him. Think, uh, think about me, a guy that I did the whole fucking grind and it didn't work for me and it didn't, it didn't work out. You did it all for the knowledge. Yeah. Yes, I did. Uh, did you, you did college for the knowledge. You were, it you, is. That's what it, that's all it should be, though. It yeah. really, like, you, you know, and, and like, he really is sucks because he, is like pitying people that he absolutely doesn't give a fuck about but he offers no like critique of a world that yeah pretty much a lot of people did my entire school career they said if you go to college you'll make a lot of money everybody said if you go to college you make a lot of money when he says he pities you he pities you like like a king pities a surf yeah <laughs> i pity you it's pathetic <laughs> yeah, you're just oh, pathetic. get him out of my face just, sad yeah. god that's too sad you were perhaps a victim of this persistent, pernicious, and preposterous push to peddle a four-year degree to every person with a pulse. And for that, you Damn. have my sympathy. Alliterations not, much? Yeah. you have my, But that's not my fault, nor is it the fault of the American people. The fault belongs to you, and so does the No, dead. it doesn't. I know. It, it doesn't. seems like he's like, explained all the reasons it's not your fucking he's fault. He's like, there's an entire system that is orchestrated uh, against you. People have sold your parents a bunch of lies. All the schools are convinced that if we funnel you into college, into to hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt, that you'll get paid on the end. You fell for a trick and a trap, and that's your fault. Yeah, yeah. And now that's you have to deal with it. Yeah. This is why I've spent the last 12 years discouraging people from slipping into hockey at the outset of their career. Here's the other thing, too. Someone said it in the chat, uh, JJ Sanders. But the teachers also are like not making anything anymore. I like know. everything is None stripped the away. The, shit. the teachers are not getting anything. Like they're, they're working at Trader Joe's and teaching college. Yeah, no, they're, a lot of them aren't getting tenure and they're not getting hired on. They're all basically like. Like contract. <laughs> yeah, I know the one. I know one. I still know is a noise artist, a mildly successful noise artist, enough to support his college teaching habit. Yeah, <laughs> it's just I, I, I just I cannot figure it out. I don't want to see more people borrow money they can't afford to pay back, but nor do I wish to pay it back for you. You won't be. Trust me. I will, however, encourage you to apply for a work ethic scholarship and wish Ew. you every success in the future. What do you get a work ethic scholarship from, from him? From him? From him? Hey, you gotta earn it from me. And he hands out a million dollars worth of it a year. So I don't know okay. how many what people that, that is. Yeah. I don't know how much it costs to go to. What does he teach him how to do? I, I guess he hooks them up with like probably filters them into for profit like yeah. schools for for profit trade schools is what learning I, how to basically guess. yeah you sign up for an engine school and then you end up working at jiffy lube yeah yeah i mean you know that's something like my buddy went for that uh, uh my a buddy of mine went to do high performance auto mechanic which yep. you would call that that micro would probably call that a responsible choice. Sure. Because people need to drive cars. Yeah. You know, and he ended up working at Jags, which is just a store. He was selling auto parts, parts store. at a store. So O'Reilly's or AutoZone or whatever. There's just no. They have more performance parts. There's just no guarantees in life. And there's no, no guarantee. We don't have enough room for it. Like, like we, there's, there's, we don't have enough room for everybody to be cutting edge scientists about stuff. Yeah. 
You know, we don't have enough room for everybody that wants to do, you know, whatever it is. Uh, but I don't think we should punish them because they tried. I know. I know. That's what it feels like, too. It feels like punishment. It feels like, like you work it out. Like, how, how hard is your passion? How much do you want to do this? You know, how much does it inform you? My my, my wife, uh, she is a very rare in her case. She went to an elite school here in Columbus, uh, an art school, and they don't uh, necessarily they don't necessarily have like a design program. Uh, there's other schools and people that she like university of Cincinnati has like a way more effective design program when it comes to, to jobs. And, you know, out of like a dozen friends, she's the only one that works in the field that she was in. Uh, but I don't think those people lost out or wasted their time by going through that program. It informs the rest of their life. And I think it helps them become better citizens. Yeah. Like, I think it was worth it. You know, you need a certain but, amount of like social science classes and literature classes where you have to learn about these sorts of things when you get through a program like that. Yeah. Like there you're, you're learning so many different things when you're in college, not just, it's not like I went to school. I got a sociology degree, but it's not like all I did was right. sociology. I did a lot of different shit that affected me for the rest of my life. I read books that I would have never read that I understand now, and it helped unlock how to read other books. It was just like this whole thing. The whole thing was such a worthy experience for me. And oh, yeah. it's like the way Mike Rowe thinks about this is like, I didn't deserve to have that experience, even though I worked my he fucking ass off from the time I was 16 until the time I was 33 years old. You know what I mean? He thinks some salesman in a suit came into all your classes and was like, yeah, yeah. Sign on the dotted line here for another year of degree. You'll get paid $100,000 when you graduate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just feels like he's the type of guy that thinks that I I, I should have just stayed where I was, which sure. was extremely unsatisfied with my life and miserable and sad and, and just beaten down and, and like losing function of my body and stuff. And, and like he just... A guy like that just doesn't think I deserved to learn about fucking British or like English literature and stuff. He doesn't think that I deserve to know about any of that shit. And it's just a dumbass and ingenuous position where it's like, well, more people should be willing to swing a hammer. And it's like, that's not the shortage. We don't have a shortage of people willing to do hard work. We have a shortage Everyone of people is willing to hire people. To willing to that. pay. Yeah, there's pay, no, there's pay. no pay. Yeah. There's no manufacturing here. Yeah. You know, we're running into it now, actually, uh, with the Street Fight shirts. Not all of them are going to be printed on USA shirts anymore. The The guy I work with said that it shut down. He can't source USA-made apparel anymore. Fuck. It's closing down. People are losing jobs, manufacturing, shutting down. That sucks. And That's uh, like, we've, we've worked really hard to responsibly source all this stuff and yeah. use union labor and shit like that. It's union printed, but yeah, the shirts are, are you know not available anymore. Ah, that sucks. Well, that's the show. Micro, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, man. You're not on the side of workers. You don't, you don't fight. You don't vibe with work people. You're, you're a boss, man. You're a boss. He's man. a boss. He's a Tom Cruise. He's a Tom Cruise motherfucker. He's a Tom Cruise ass motherfucker. Doesn't know what it's like to have some piece of shit like him talk down to you like that. I pity you. I, I, I will never forget. 
that line that we just read. I pity you. What? Just the way that he said, I pity you in that piece. Yeah. The way I'm picturing him saying it pisses me off so immensely. Yeah. He sucks. This is Street Fight. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to get some last-minute gifts in, we've got sticker packs. We've got variety packs uh, available at store.streetfightradio.com. You can also get digital downloads of Shocktober Volume 1, Shocktober Volume 2. Also, the first 12 zines are available in digital format uh, at store.streetfightradio.com. Uh, December 29th. On the uh, Twitch, we're gonna. Me and Chris are going to be watching some videos from Shock Jocks. Me and Chris James with special guests. We got people coming in, some surprises, some uh, people. I don't know. You're probably not expecting, and uh, uh, you'll be able to watch. Uh, you'll be able to watch Man Cow go into Satan's woods. You'll be able to watch Opie. Show us the uh, uh, ocean. You'll be able to watch an Opie and Anthony pilot. That I found for a TV show that is just dog shit. Terrible dog shit. And, uh, Man Cow Sizzle Reel. Just all kinds of shit. So, uh, it's gonna be very fun. It's gonna be very funny. We're gonna be taking phone calls. And, uh, I'm gonna flub probably. I mean, I'm gonna try not to, but, you know, as you can tell, I'm still flubbing. Shock Drop Super Stream coming, uh, December 29th. Yeah, and somebody in the chat says possible flood fest. It'll be good. Jingle bells, jingle bells. I just got a brand new gut. It's a wonderful day for a nigga to try me so I can get a stupid ass shot. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Perky said inside of my lean. I just got a brand new AR 15 in the cane with a big red bean. Jingle bell, jingle bell, bang it up into a zip. Gotta get the whole pack so I say it's a wonderful day for a nigga try to play so I can put a bullet in that nigga door. Let go, five bricks, I wrap them up and ship them at the mail. If I can't find them for that shit, go put a bag on top of your head. I'm sipping purple, red, and probably green. I'm being a zombie. I fuck a gun, she was ooh. Put my dick in and she cream. Yeah, I'm rapping rolls, but still got niggas beating out the bowl. And long as I got this chrome, I ain't never home alone. I got cocky, like it, fuck it, copy, pussy, big, I pop it. Back it, rock it. Get a break.